Hello guys and welcome to episode 2 of Kicking It With Corn. Um, if this is your first time listening, I want to say thank you for joining. If you are returning, I want to say thank you for joining as well and I hope that all of you guys listening um, get some insight and find some useful tools or whatever have you. Anyways, so today's episode is probably one of my favorite topics and that is friendship and I can go on and on and on for days about friendship and really I'm blessed to have two amazing best friends like they would go to the ends of the earth for me just as I would for them and that's not something that everybody can say that they have so I just wanted to like just talk about friendship what it means to me what it used to mean to me and kind of where I stand now in this whole world of friends um it's it's kind of like a fun topic but it's also can get it's also kind of like an emotional topic for me as well so the month of November which we are in right now um is like a pretty important month for uh, my two best friends. Um, one, one of them um, just celebrated a wedding anniversary, and coming up, the other one is getting married, and that is like some amazing shit right there. Like, I get to experience and enjoy these big moments with them. Sorry, makes me want to cry, and I think that just makes me feel like really lucky and really blessed especially since they want me to be a part of these things. But before we get into that portion of my life as far as friendship, I want to go back um, and just kind of talk to you guys about what friendship was like for me growing up. So where can I start? Um, Let me see. Friendship for me growing up was kind of scattered um my mom was a single mom raising me and my brother and um she she had an occasional boyfriend here and there um but those boyfriends at the time weren't really beneficial to our lives so we found ourselves moving a lot um we moved to be exact we moved every two years like clockwork it's kind of crazy um And I don't mean like we moved like, oh, we're going to move down the street or, you know, within the same district or another apartment complex or a different house. We would up and move cities. So that meant a whole new district, a whole new school. You know, I was used to being the new face of the school, like the new person coming in. And... I don't know if you've ever been the new kid at school. Initially, everybody wants to know who you are, where you came from, you know, what are you like? And then as the school year progresses or as you've been there a while, um, nobody's really interested anymore. Like you've said your story or you told them where you're from and you'll have a select few that stick around that become your friends. And then you have the people that kind of just go on about their lives. And for me, I, oh man, I went to a lot of elementary schools. Um, I went to 
Goodwin Elementary, which I believe was in New Braunfels. I went to Sealy Elementary, um, where our mascot was a unicorn, which was pretty cool um, at the time. And what other elementary schools did I go to? I went to a few elementary schools. Um, so I didn't, I didn't make friends. Like I learned to not make friends, or at least make best friends. Like I didn't want to get close to anybody because I knew I wasn't gonna be here long. It wasn't gonna last. So I didn't want to get close to anybody because it would have made it that much harder when it was time to move. Like why do I want to get close to these people knowing I'm gonna move? So you know, I had some friends that I hung out with all the time, you know, within those two years, but not best friends, not people that I would keep in contact with after I moved. I can't, I can tell you right now, I never kept in contact with anybody that, um, that I became friends with and then moved. Like, that just didn't happen. I think I have one memory of a girl that I, um, I guess you could say I considered her my best friend. I'd I don't really know, but I remember my mom came to eat lunch with me, and she brought me Burger King, because at that age, Burger King was one of my favorites. Anyways, so she brought me brought me lunch, and I was allowed to have, to pick one friend to sit and eat lunch with me, and I remember I picked this girl, um, I believe her name was Megan, and I was in like second, third grade, I think. And um, we ate lunch together with my mom. And that was that. <laughs> like, I don't have any other memory of this girl, Megan. Um, and it's funny, but it's not funny. And that's just how it was for me. Like, it was just easier that way. Well, fast forward to me being in like fourth and fifth grade. Um, my mom got into a more serious relationship, um, which meant hopefully maybe this would be our last move right wrong um so I went we transferred schools my brother and I transferred to an elementary school in Austin um called Casey Elementary and I think it was an awesome school I loved the school I loved my fourth and fifth grade teacher um so it was pretty cool for me I made some new friends as new kids do But this time, being in fifth grade meant once the school year was over, even though I was there for fourth and fifth grade, like the two years, it was time to move to a a higher level, meant middle school. And moving to middle school, coming from an elementary school, meant that some familiar faces would be moving with me. So I was able to make friends and kind of keep friends. And that wasn't so scary. You know, it, one, I was already used to moving schools and I was used to being the new face. So it was actually kind of comforting to have, you know, these familiar faces that I'd, you know, seen fourth and fifth grade year now come with me to this new middle school. I believe it was Perez Middle School. Um, come with me to middle school and still be my friend. Like I wasn't moving because it was just two, it's been two years, it's time to pack up and move. I was moving because I was going to a higher grade, you know, uh, the next step in, you know, my schooling career, whatever you want to call it. And I think sixth grade's where I actually met 
my very first ever actual best friend that I thought, well, so I thought. And um, the middle school that I went to was, I believe, three stories. Might have been four, but I know for sure three. The first level was all of the sixth graders. The second level was all of the seventh graders. And the top third level was all of the eighth graders. Well, because there was such an overflowing amount of sixth graders, at the time, we still had lockers. And there wasn't enough lockers for all of the new coming sixth graders. So some of our lockers were shuffled to the seventh grade floor and some were shuffled to the eighth grade floor. Um, I was one of the lucky few that had the locker on the eighth grade floor. And that I hated. I hated that. Because, you know, when you're a new face... You know, you're the, now the youngest kid in the school, or not the only youngest kid in the school, but you know, uh, younger. And now you have to go upstairs and face these eighth graders. You know, they're big and intimidating because you're only in sixth grade. So my best friend at the time, um, her locker was on the sixth grade floor. So I had like told her, you know, I don't want to have to go upstairs all the way to the third floor, get my stuff between my classes, come back down. You know, one, it was like, I'm not going to have any time to talk and hang out with you guys and, you know, what what you do in middle school, you know, lollygag or whatever. So she was like, well, why don't we just share a locker? And I was like, great. Like, I'm going to share a locker with my best friend. I trust her. Nothing's going to go wrong. You know, this is going to be great. Never having a best friend before in my life. Never knowing, like, things could switch at a drop of a dime or whatever. Um, so I went all in. Like, great. I, I moved my books to her locker. We shared the locker for, you know, decent size for a sixth grader, I guess. Um, and things were great. Um, we were so close. Like, her mom used to um, babysit my brother and I after school. Her brother and my brother were best friends. It was, like, awesome friendship, I guess, for a sixth grader. I don't really know. Like, at the time, it just seemed like a really cool friendship. Like, we hung out all the time. We hung out after school. We hung out before school. We lived in the same neighborhood. Like, it was just great. There was nothing possibly that could screw up this friendship you know there it you know home life didn't look like it was going to be changing for a while because of you know my mom had gotten into a more serious relationship so I didn't have to worry about moving and leaving her behind or anything like that but it wasn't so simple as I thought it was so like we're maybe middle to end of the school year I remember it's kind of cold outside and I started liking boys like started showing interest in you know maybe I like this boy maybe I think he's cute you know whatever didn't really have an idea of like what it meant to have like a boyfriend or whatever but I knew that I think I had this like little crush on this guy well I didn't know that my best friend at the time liked this guy too well that's like a recipe for disaster right there like if anybody knows girl code, you don't like who your best friend likes. You're not supposed to show interest in the same people kind of thing. 
you know, it just, it just doesn't work out that way. It doesn't work in the favor, at least at that age. And that's when all hell broke loose. She found out and she no longer wanted to be my friend. You know, I was devastated, but I was like, okay, we're not going to be friends anymore. That's fine. Unfortunately for me, I didn't have any family that lived in Austin. It was just me and my mom and my brother and obviously her boyfriend and like his family. But no one that was like closely related to me. I didn't have cousins that I went to school with or anything like that. She, on the other hand, did. She was from Austin. She had family. She had cousins that were in 7th and 8th grade. Um, So not being friends with me was cool with her because she always had her cousins to lean on. To, like, hang out with or whatever. Well, us not being friends anymore meant that I had to move my shit out of her locker. And... I kind of knew that, like it was basically like an unannounced friendship breakup. And one day I decided, okay, I'm gonna go get my stuff out of her locker so I can take it up to my locker. And I just really needed to start using my locker. Like, you know, even though I knew like her locker code or whatever we shared, like it was just time to move on up to my locker anyways. So I walked over to my locker, or her locker, to grab all my things, and I see all of my stuff, all of my journals, my binders, my school books, everything on the floor underneath her locker, like right where the locker was. Now, not a big deal. Courtney, you can just pick up your stuff, take it to your locker. The only thing was that either her or maybe a cousin I don't know I wasn't there to witness it but my blue Gatorade that I kept in her locker was spilt all over all of my school stuff so not only did they throw all my shit out of the locker but they poured Gatorade all over my stuff which meant, like, now it's going to need to not only buy new stuff, but now it's going to have to pay for these books that were technically destroyed. You know, school property destroyed. And I knew I was going to be in for one hell of a roller coaster when I got home because now I had to explain that my stuff was ruined because I shared a locker and I wasn't supposed to be sharing a locker to begin with. So it was technically going to be my fault for sharing a locker even though I wasn't the one who threw out my stuff and poured the Gatorade on it. So, in tears, crying, because who does this? You know, I've never been treated like this before. Like, I didn't know how to feel, how to react, so I cried. I cried, I picked up all my stuff, and I cried the entire time. And, you know, I threw my Gatorade bottle in the trash, and wandered up the stairs to the 8th grade hall to my locker to go put my stuff in my locker. Well, I wish that was an easy part of the story too. Went upstairs, like I said, my my friend at the time, or now ex-best friend, whatever you want to call it, um, had cousins. Cousins who were in a higher grade than, than I was and she was, and 
Um, I went to go put my stuff in my locker, opened my locker, and began just placing everything in there. As is, I didn't want to deal with having to clean up the Gatorade, you know, was just trying to get my stuff put up and still get to the next class. Like, I still had to get to the next class. Like, it wasn't the end of the day. It wasn't the beginning of the day. It was like the middle of the day I needed to continue on with the school day. So I'm putting my stuff in my locker and suddenly, out of nowhere, I had long, 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 long hair. Out of nowhere, I am being dragged down the eighth grade hallway by my hair. Like I had fallen to the floor because I had been caught off guard and was now being pulled down the eighth grade hallway by my hair by somebody I didn't even know. And I am like crying and screaming, trying to get this person to let go of my hair so that I could get just get up. I just wanted at this point, I just wanted to get up and run away. Like, that was it. Like, okay, our friendship's over. Like, it doesn't need to go this far. But it did. Um, I was drug past the teacher. They didn't stop it. I was um, drug past a whole bunch of other kids who just looked at me. And some of them laughed. Some of them did point. um, And some of them just looked and turned away. Like, turned their backs like they didn't even notice what was happening. Finally, they let go of my hair, and they told me to quit messing with her. And I was confused. I wasn't messing with anybody. And it was, that's her boyfriend, not yours. And I was like, okay. Like, I let that go. Like, I realized... I didn't, one, I didn't even know that they were now boyfriend and girlfriend. You know, we're in sixth grade, and really is more like a secret thing because in sixth grade technically we weren't allowed to have boyfriend and girlfriends at least that's what the school would tell us like you know no PDA no holding hands like you only hug for like three seconds and you let go kind of thing and so to me I'm like I didn't even know that they were together like no one told me this she didn't tell me this and now I'm being drugged down this eighth grade hallway being told to leave her alone and leave her boyfriend alone who I was too shy to even talk to the boy. So I was like, okay. So I left it. I was like, I'm not dealing with this. I don't have to deal with this. And I was hurt. I was hurt that my supposed to be best friend allowed her cousin to do this damage to me. Like, over a boy that really and truly, like, those relationships don't last when you're in in middle school when you're in sixth grade like yeah there's an occasional one that does and I think that's great and amazing but majority of the time more times than none they don't last you know so I was like devastated moved on with my life that was like something I dealt with you know I I feared like oh it's going to be remembered as this girl who got drugged down the hallway like out of that I just became rebellious I became so rebellious because I was like no one's ever going to do this to me again no I'm not gonna allow anybody to hurt me the way this girl hurt me like so I was like I don't know like not a drama seeker but like 
anytime someone had a problem with me, my immediate reaction was, let's fight. Like, let's physically fight. Like, you want to, because I was like, I want to, if it, the inevitable is going to happen, they're going to want to fight me. So let me just do it now. Let me just jump straight to it and get it out the way. Like, and I'm not a fighter person. Like, I don't like to fight. But to me, it was like, I'd rather do it now and get it out the way and move on with my life than to sit here and have this drag on and on and on and hear rumors and things like that. So my sixth grade year, the the reigner of my sixth grade year, I did have other friends, um, but nobody that I had really considered my best friend. And my seventh grade year was pretty much like all I wanted to do was fight. I wanted to fight everybody. I was constantly skipping school. when I, I would walk home from school, anytime I was walking home from school, if somebody had something to say to me, let's fight right there. Like, I remember buses driving by, knowing that Courtney was going to be fighting, you know, people screaming out of the window, constantly getting called into the office, you know, Courtney, you're, we hear that you're trying to fight again, and I would be brutally honest with the principal, like, yeah, yeah, that's me, trying to fight, like, this person doesn't like me, so that was my answer, like, let's fight. Which messed up a lot of things for, like, being friends with people. Like, immediately was, you know, anytime a group of my friends, you know, that I would hang out with didn't like me, my first thought was, they're going to come for me, so let me come for them first. Um, so that was my sixth and seventh grade year friendship experience. Like, it was, it, it was an ugly experience. And it kind of made me, like, an ugly person. Like, I was still nice to the people that were nice to me, but not to anybody who was not nice to me. Like, that concept of, like, kill people with kindness was not an idea in my head at all. It was like, you don't like me, I don't like you. I don't have a reason not to like you, but just because you don't like me, I'm going to say that I don't like you kind of thing. So, um, I finished my sixth and seventh grade year there and my mom and her boyfriend who was now her fiance I guess you could say um we moved we moved to Kyle and again I was a new face and I didn't get to take any of my current friends with me and it was like that dreaded feeling all over again I did not want to move I had now become close to people, like, actually became friends with people. It had been four years, which meant, like, I thought in my head things were great. We weren't going to be moving. I was going to, like, follow these people to high school, too. Like, I was so wrong. We moved to Kyle because we got into, you know, my mom got, my mom and stepdad, um, they purchased a home. And that just happened to be where they purchased a home. So I was a new face at Wallace middle school and I remember walking into the school first of all it was a one-story school I just came from a three-story school and now it's a one-story school and I'm confused how this school works I've never been to Kyle in my life never even heard of Kyle in my life you know it was this small town there wasn't an H-E-B there wasn't there wasn't anything you had to travel to Austin or San Marcos to grocery shop so I'm like where am I you know, why am I in this small-ass town? I don't want to be here. I don't know anybody here. i just rather not. So I did my eighth grade year 
at Wallace Elementary, I mean elementary, Wallace Middle School, and um, my first day was a very odd experience for me. Even though I was used to being a new face, you know, I'd done it before, um, these were all people, like, I was now technically, like, the top dog of the school, like, eighth grade now, you know, the people that once intimidated me, like, now I'm, like, the intimidator, or whatever you want to call it, and, um, it was lunchtime, my first day, and you could sit wherever you wanted, you know, in the cafeteria, and as a new face on your first day, your first thoughts are, like, who the heck am I going to sit with? I don't know anybody. And I wasn't exactly that person that was like, hey, I'm Cordy, I'm new here, and I'm from da-da-da-da. Like, I just kept quiet. And if you approached me and you asked me a question, I would definitely answer your question. But I wasn't about to just openly put my stuff out there. Like, kind of like I'm doing now, kind of. And um, so I sat at this table by myself no I'm lying I didn't sit at this table by myself I walked out of the lunch line with my plate in hand and kind of just like stared off into what felt like this big huge cafeteria at the time and I had two people come up to me um it was a male and a female and they seemed to be really close and they were like really funny they were like talking to me and making me laugh and you know asking me like where I was from what my name was and then they were like, why don't you sit down and eat lunch with us? Like, come sit with us. Come join us. And that was, they were my first friends at Wallace. And it was such a relief to not have to sit alone on my first day of school. This new school. You know, I'd just come from somewhere where I knew people. And now I'm having to start all over at this new school. So I sat and ate lunch with these two amazing, wonderful people that like made me laugh the whole time and I didn't feel like I needed to protect myself. You know, I'd come from a school where I felt like I have to have this protection, this guard up. Um, So from then on, it was pretty easy making friends after that. Like, I don't know if they were the popular kids in school, but they knew a lot of people. And, you know, so they befriended me and with that came you know introducing me to their friends and you know some of us clicked some of us didn't and like that was that and that was my eighth grade year like that's how that was like they were my first new friends at this new place and of course I made more friends elsewhere or whatever Um, But it being 8th grade year, it was now time, again, to move schools. Um, But much like 4th and 5th grade, I was just going to high school now. Going to high school and um, some of these people were going to follow and some of these people weren't. And the high school that I went to, um, Lehman, was there in Kyle. And I think it was one of the newer high schools. There was only two high schools at the time. It was Hayes or Lehman. Um, in this small town. Um, so some of us were going to Layman and some of us were going to Hayes. And I was lucky enough to know some of, most of the people that were going to Layman. Um, freshman year is where I met my um, 
what I thought was like my real absolute best friend like elementary middle school okay sometimes those friendships last for me it didn't but my freshman year I ran into this girl who was from where I was from we were both from Lubbock you know another small town or whatever and we had so much in common so we instantly like clicked and the great thing was like our parents got along so we were like able to hang out um, do things my parents allowed me to spend the night at her house yes I was in high school my parents were super super strict Um, so after they met her parents like I was allowed to stay the night at her house she was allowed to stay the night at my house we would go and do things together and it was great like it was an amazing great friendship and I still know the girl to this day she is like an amazing person she's doing amazing things in her life unfortunately we are not that close anymore and that's because um, that's because of my stepdad and I say that's because of him and in later episodes you'll understand why Um, but just kind of to go over this friendship real quick uh, we were friends for a good majority of um, my high school career and she played soccer she was like so amazing at it she was good at it and I I was not good at sports I played I tried to play but I just wasn't good at it um, I played softball and we played softball together um, and and then like I said she played soccer well I don't remember what year exactly it was but she had to have surgery and it was devastating because the surgery potentially meant that she was never going to be able to play soccer again and soccer was her passion like she loved it and I'm pretty sure she still loves it to this day um but I know for sure then like we we sat in tears crying about how she she could possibly not be playing soccer ever again in her life it was a big deal for her it was a big deal for me like oh my god my best friend's going into this surgery she you know this could change her whole life like you know this is what she wants to do and now she's having to go through the surgery where she might not be able to do it and like that's scary well there was a lot of chaos going on at home during this time that unfortunately was affecting her and I friendship and when she returned to school um, after her surgery, so she, let me go back a little bit. She had her surgery, and I would go visit her. I would go visit her at home because she wasn't back at school yet. Um, I would go visit her at her house and check on her and see how she was doing or whatever. And that was that. But like I said, my parents were really strict, and so um, I was limited to visiting and checking up on her in fact I was told you know why do you need to go to her house if she can't even do anything right now like you don't need to check up on her you you know you barely check up on me and I'm your this or I'm your that and so it was a struggle to check up on her um during this difficult time for her so she came back to school and like I told her like 
I will help you go to your classes because I believe she was still in her wheelchair because it was knee surgery so she couldn't walk on her leg yet and I would risk being late to my classes to make sure that she could get to hers Even though I knew I would get in trouble at home for being late to my classes, it was important for me to make sure she knew that I was there for her and that I was being the best possible friend that I could be because if the tape, the, she was on the other foot, I would want her to be there for me too. Um, I couldn't even tell you why our friendship ended. I just know one day I was told that she could no longer be my friend and that it was best for her to just stick to herself and her family. And I didn't understand. But I remember going home and my stepdad telling me that I had been a horrible friend to her and that never checked up on her and I was so consumed with being around boys that I ruined a good friendship that's what he told me that's what I remember he told me and I remember being angry because he told me yeah she told me you never checked up on her you never helped her to class she's told me everything that you have not done and you've been sitting here lying to me telling me that you're late to your classes because you're helping her and that's not what you're doing. And I couldn't argue with him. There was no arguing. It was agree with what he's saying and just go on or this is going to be a day, days long conversation and that's not what I wanted. So that's what I did. I agreed. I agreed with him telling him, yeah, I didn't take her to class. Yeah, I was late. Yeah, I was consumed with boys. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever he wanted to hear, I told him. But at night, I remember crying. Because now I felt alone in this big-ass high school. I did not talk to a lot of people in high school. Um, I kept to myself. I didn't like the drama that happened. I had moved past wanting to fight all the time. And I was pretty much okay with not being this popular person like I didn't I didn't want to be that person I didn't I was fine with just me and my best friend like I didn't need anything else I had me and one other person and that's all that it that mattered to me like I have someone that I can kick it with and I don't need all these people I don't need this huge circle of people to make me feel welcomed or whatever like I didn't want it you know I didn't I'm not gonna say I didn't talk to anybody I did have other friends or whatever but it was always one person that I hung out with like it was just me and that person and that and and she was that person so when I found out that that's basically how our friendship ended um I was hurt I was uh I was devastated um, because I had no say so. Like, I was told after that, like, leave her alone. 
don't mess with her, don't bother her, let her be, and you go about your life. And so that's what I did. Now, in high school, many people knew that we were, like, inseparable. We were always, like, if you were looking for her, you knew to find her with me. And if you were looking for me, you knew to find her, find me with her. Um, that's just how it was. You know, that's how close we were. Like, nothing or no one could separate us. At least that's what I thought. Um, but our friendship ended. And I remember just being like this lonely person after that. You know, I didn't have anybody to talk to about my home life, you know, because that was a big issue for me. Um, I had no escape. Like, school was my escape from home. And my best friend was my escape from home. You know, I got to, like, live in her happy life. You know, whereas mine wasn't so happy. And so I didn't have that anymore. I didn't have her to just talk to. And so, yeah, I was pretty lonely. And um, I remember being in one of my classes. And one of the girls that I was kind of close with, I think we were mutual friends with, came up to me and was like, I heard that she's saying this, that, and the other about you. And I was crushed. I was crushed because I never thought that I would be back in a spot where people were making rumors about me, especially, like, my best friend. Like, she was supposed to be my best friend. Like, you don't make rumors about your best friend. I didn't respond to the girl. I just told her, okay. I was like, it's not true, but okay. You know, sixth or seventh grade me would have been like, well, let me tell you what she's doing. And that would have been wrong. And it would have been a lie. Um, because I was doing as I was told. I was keeping to myself. I wasn't messing with her. And though I missed our friendship, um, you know, I was told by both of them to just let, let her be. And so that's what I did. And I wasn't going to bring any turmoil to her life. I was just going to let her be, no matter how bad it hurt me. And I remember going home that same day and crying myself to sleep because I didn't understand. I didn't understand what I had done. And now I'm being told that she's talking about me. And I'm like, well, I know her better than that. She would never talk about me. She doesn't talk about anybody. Why? Like, what did I do? Like, did I hurt her that bad? That now she's talking about me? Like, what What did I do? Like, it was a lot of confusion as a friendship. Like, went from being so close to literally a non-existent friendship. And it was noticeable to everyone. Like, any time... It felt like everybody was questioning, like, why aren't y'all friends anymore? What happened? Or I heard this, or I heard that. And it was a constant, like, how do I defend myself? How do I defend myself? You know, what do I say now? Like, I don't want to lie about our friendship. You know, no, we're not friends anymore. But no, I don't hate her. And no, like, where did you hear that from? That's not true. Like, she wouldn't say that. Or why would you say that? I, did, I would never do that. Or So it became very, very difficult in high school and um, 
I eventually just let it go. I, I mean, I didn't have a choice. I had to let it go. Um, eventually the rumors stopped and I guess we were both able to kind of just move on with our lives. And that is when I met um, one of my two best friends now, current day. And, uh, and that's a funny story. It's a really funny story. Um, but I think, I think I want to save that funny story for part two of this episode. Um, so to leave you guys on a cliffhanger, I will continue this episode of friendship and, you know, where I am today with my best friends and how that friendship started. So if you guys just hang on tight and be prepared for next episode, um, part two of friendship, and I will talk about how how that friendship started and um, hopefully get some insight from them too about what friendship means to them and you know what friendship means to us now. And even what friendship looks like um, to them now that they are married. Um, So stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Um, I can't wait to finish it off um, at our next episode.